to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us again today. Excited as we started last week, this focus on problems, and we're going to talk about that again today, but we're going to kind of dovetail it in with the Thanksgiving holiday as well. So it'll you'll see how that all happens, and I'm excited to share that with you today. Before we jump in, just a few things. I do have an article coming out on Fox News on foxnews.com for Thanksgiving, so be looking for that article. It'll be out uh, on one of the largest websites in the world, and I hope that you will be one of uh, hundreds of thousands, if not million-plus people who read that article and find that it helps them to appreciate. Again, I'm going to talk about problems in that and gratitude and all that stuff, similar to what I'm going to talk about today, but an article in a podcast, as I said before, 700 words versus about uh, 5,000 words, 4,000 words, big difference. So you can see the value in, in both the article and the podcast. So be looking for that. Fox News coming out on Thanksgiving Day, foxnews.com, article that I have written for Thanksgiving and bringing in the idea of being thankful even for the problems that we experience uh, in life. So that is, I'm excited about that. And you may say, gosh, I missed on Monday the uh, verse of the day, the Version Bible app verse of the day. I, I missed that video. And uh, so is that it? Rick, I, you know, that was one shot deal. And, and the good news is, no, it was up all day on Monday. But if you missed it, if you go on the app again, this is a, like 580 million people app. So if you're not one of the 580 million, you need to be uh, because it's a super popular app and it's a great app. It has so much good stuff on it. You know, it's not just versions of the Bible. There are all these reading plans. There's the video verse of the day. There's just lots of great content and they do a marvelous job from the technical standpoint, uh, just in, in the content standpoint. I mean, it is really a winner, winner chicken dinner kind of uh, uh, of app, one you should positively have on your phone. And if you don't, it's the version Bible app. It's it, the, the icon is a, is a Bible, a little, little kind of uh, animated graphical picture of the Bible, very easy to see and, and understand. And version uh, is the just the particular name of it. And the, the idea was, you know, you could pick your version of the Bible. That's sort of the genesis of where that idea comes from. So, Anyway, if you just hit the search and just type in my name, Rick McDaniel, what will come up then are the seven plans that I presently have on Uversion, including my latest and most popular of, of, of the seven called Mindset Matters. And then below that, you'll see the video, uh, two videos, the verse of the day that I did three and a half months ago and the one that just uh, was on this past Monday. So you'll have both of those that you can watch and maybe you've seen one already. Uh, so if you missed it, you're, you're not out of luck. You can still see it. And by all means, Mindset Matters or any of the other plans that you find uh, of interest to you, I would encourage you to take advantage of those. And just because uh, I'm always talking to new folks as our numbers increase, rickmcdaniel.com is the best place to go if you want to just understand more about me and what I do. That's where you can find articles and 
and you can see the my YouTube channel and social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all all that stuff, and access uh, more resources that uh, my books. Uh, I've written eight books, so the, those are available there. You can find them there. So that's the best place to go. Also, if you are interested in uh, having me speak at a an event or a church or a conference or whatever business gathering, whatever it might be. Um, there's a contact form there as, as well. So you can contact uh, my assistant, Terry, and we'll, we'll get back with you. So that's the place to go. So it's great to have you. Appreciate all the five-star reviews, and the, the ratings, the reviews, whatever you can do to share this podcast with more folks. We certainly appreciate it. We do not do the type of, of advertising marketing that other podcasts do, and yet we've been able to have some significant growth. And I think it's solely because of word of mouth and people just uh, knowing about it. So if you like it, by all means, share it. So today... What I, I want to talk about are four ways to understand your problems, four ways to understand. We started last week uh, about problems and and going to do this focus. Next week, we're going to do a, a gratitude thing. Then we'll come back and finish up the last two weeks, uh, last two episodes and spend four episodes talking about problems. So Thanksgiving is coming up on, on Thursday. You know, it's the holiday to give thanks and to to show gratitude, to share gratitude, to have gratitude. Uh, And it's something we want to do, we should do, we need to do. And I'll I'll delve into that in greater detail next week. But, but, you know, this year, boy, two world wars, you know, you got Ukraine, you have Israel, natural disasters that are taking place uh, uh, in, in our country around the world. Um, other disturbing things that that are taking place, mass shootings and other things that are uh, quite upsetting. And then just your own personal problems, financial challenges, health issues, family troubles. I mean, this is it's a lot. And so, you know, you may think, God, it's kind of hard to be thankful with with all of this stuff uh, going on. And but but my uh, challenge to you would be. What if the problems are actually blessings in disguise? Whatever the problem that, you know, you're you're facing, here's what you know. Uh, uh, Many other people have faced it before. So in many ways, it's not unique to you. The question is, what's your reaction to problems? Because as much as the problem itself, it's the reaction to your problems that determines your attitude of gratitude. You know, do you see a problem as an emergency or as an opportunity, as a stumbling block or a stepping stone? Big, big difference between those two things. Are problems there to defeat you or are they they there to develop you? It's a massive difference between how you look at them. So I want to talk about four ways to to understand your problems, to kind of see them and look at them maybe in uh, for you a, a different way maybe for the first time, to think about your problems as something that could be blessings in disguise that are something that you could actually be thankful for. So here goes. The the first would be that problems can protect you. Problems can, in fact, protect you. When we experience a problem, it seems as if it's keeping us from what we want. But, It may be protecting us 
from something far worse. A problem could actually be a a miracle in the making. It could be a blessing in disguise because it protects you from something else that is far, 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 far worse. Sometimes for us to grow, there needs to be a pruning process, right? To to grow more, just like in the natural world, to grow more requires a pruning process. And that actually seems bad, but it ends up being good. I'll never forget when my wife planted these, uh, they're called knockout rose bushes in front of our house. And they grew and they looked really nice. And then in the fall, the landscaping guys came and they just completely, I mean, I thought they killed them. They cut them down. I mean, it wasn't like a little trim job. They cut them down. I would say two thirds gone. And I thought, wow, these guys have messed up. They have made a mistake. This is not what they should have done. And that was my opinion throughout the fall and winter. And then when spring came, those rose bushes came back to life. And in fact, they grew and grew and grew and looked even better than they did the year before. I was absolutely amazed. And I just thought, I got to do a little research on this. And I found out that there's this this insect, this tiny little insect that can really destroy rose bushes. And it's it gets blown by the wind. It's so small. And the only way to guarantee that these insects won't destroy the roses is to completely cut them down like that, which eliminates the possibility of any sort of infestation. And then they grow back. So what seems like a huge problem, you've been cut down, you have been cut down and you think this is terrible. And in fact, it's protecting you from something that could really mess up your life in a huge, huge way. It's a it's a total uh, paradigm shift of, tr- of understanding the way that problems can work in our lives. Here's a, here's another way of looking at it. I read about uh, this uh, this guy that was uh, charged in Oklahoma for two armed robberies and he was convicted. But on appeal they determined that the judge erred in telling the jury that defendants are presumed not guilty instead of presumed innocent. I mean, that seems almost unreal, but you got a whole new trial because instead of saying presumed innocent, presumed not guilty. Sounds like the same to me, but here's the interesting thing. So the first time he got 32 and 35 years respectively. In the retrial, he was once again found guilty And this time sentenced to 60 years and 65 years, almost double. And for all intents and purposes, the rest of his life when he could have actually gotten out 
of, of jail and still had some time left in his life. So, you know, you think, oh, man, 30 years. Oh, this is terrible. This is awful. 32 years. You know, this is going to just ruin my life in so many ways. And you think, oh, the problem's so bad. And, and actually, uh, you're being protected by uh, a much worse outcome of 60 or 65 years, which would you rather have? So we don't have the wisdom, you know, we don't have the macro view. We can't see what God can see. And we have to appreciate that God can use problems to actually protect us. I mean, problems cause us to realize something, and this is it. We're vulnerable. You know, it's not a pleasant thought, but uh, it's certainly a humbling one. And again, I, you know, who likes to be humbled? No, nobody. I don't. I mean, that's not, that's not a, a great experience. But if we need it, if it's the way for us to, to be able to get ultimately where we need to get to, I was just reading an old Robert Schuller book and he was talking about when their broadcast, which you know, was one of the absolute biggest top broadcasts of all time, you know, it's really fascinating. There was a guy named Norman Vincent Peale wrote The Power of Positive Thinking. He then influenced Robert Schuller, who had an incredible possibility thinking message and a gigantic, uh, incredible broadcast. And then he, in turn, influenced Joel Osteen, who at the present time has the same sort of large impacting uh, broadcast. So you have sort of the lineage there of, of the the faith-filled, the positive thinking, the um, healthy, optimistic mindset kind of message that goes all the way back to Norman Vince Appeal through Robert Schuller and now Joel Osteen. But back to Robert Schuller. And so his people came to him and said, listen, um, we need to let people know that we need help financially for this broadcast. And he didn't want to do it. He thought it was a humbling maybe even humiliating to have to ask for help. But they're like, either we get help or we can't keep having this broadcast. This is in the early days. And so he went and he asked for help and people responded. And from then on, he had the support that he needed so that he could have this hour of power, incredible broadcast that just, it's amazing the amount of people I've met in my life uh, who were influenced by him. Uh, It's just absolutely remarkable. So sometimes problems do bring about vulnerability in our lives. It, it is a humbling experience, but the bottom line is that what can come out of that is actually something that can be very good for our lives. So this is one way to understand your problems is that your problems are actually God's way of protecting you from something far worse and a way of, of beginning what ultimately reveals a, sort of a, a miracle, and it's the miracle in the making that happens there. All right, what's another way? Well, problems can inspect you. So problems, you know, have an amazing way of revealing our true character. If there's one thing that I have learned in, in my years of leadership and leading and working with thousands and thousands and of people is that People can have a problem with, uh, you know, self-awareness. They don't see themselves the way they really are. They don't have a 
proper or healthy uh, view of reality. It's just it's just true. I mean, it is it is it is it is true. So we need insight because without that insight, we can have far greater problems or difficulties. So we, we need the self-awareness. I mean, I, again, I, I'm sure you've had this experience where, you know, you just surround someone and the things they say and the way they act. And you're like, do they not? Do they not see this? Do they not know how bad that sounds, how uh, rude that is, how offensive that is, how insulting that is, how inappropriate that is? No, they don't. And and the only way for them to really come to grips with it is to have some type of problem. And then the problem through the inspection process reveals to them what they need to know about about themselves. You know, problems can create pressure and pressure can reveal character. You know, there's the old adage, does pressure make the person or reveal the person? And I, I believe, I really do believe it reveals more than it than it makes. I think there are I think there are experiences and we can gain resilience and it makes us into who we are. Huge believer in resilience and all that. Uh, no no doubt about it. My my uh, son who's in the army is involved in this just did a training on resilience and re- and resiliency. So I'm all for it, believe it, but I think that there's ways to develop resilience. But I think when you get into the real problems and pressure, it really reveals the character of someone. You know, we live in kind of a skin deep world. You know, we do. I mean, uh, you know, we it's a lot on the outside and, and you know, appearances and and um, plastic this and make over that. And, you know, that's not the deeper reality and characters is really the deeper reality. And. In so many ways, you're shaped by the problems that you go through. That's how you get shaped and formed is through the through the suffering, through the tough times. That's what the Bible teaches clearly. There's no that is a clear message in the Bible. By the way, there's certainly the message of grace, the message of love. Yes, the message of 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 victory, no doubt. But there is also the message of suffering and how Jesus suffered and and. Many others throughout the Old Testament and New Testament, Apostle Paul in the New Testament, and people in the Old Testament, you know, like Joseph, uh, Abraham, th- these people went through enormous suffering and problems, and it shaped them and molded them and allowed them th- to then be used in an incredibly, incredibly significant way. So problems do have a, a way of, of inspecting us. I, I was reading... Uh, just a fascinating little story about this 22-year-old woman in Seattle, and she was having uh, terrible cramps and back pain, and she was vomiting, and so she went to the emergency room, and the doctors were really baffled. They ran all these tests, and like nothing came back at all, so they started kind of quizzing her boyfriend about her lifestyle and her habits, trying to figure out what, what is going on here. And then he revealed to them that she would gnaw on uh, athletic tube socks to try to relax. So they did an x-ray. 
and it revealed a large mass in her stomach. It, it, it's called um, uh, a bezoar, and that is uh, uh, a mass that accumulates in the stomach or the intestines when someone has something called a pica, and that is the habit of eating things that are not food. And this woman was essentially eating socks and it was getting inside of her stomach. And that's why she was in such pain because she had this massive mass in her body. So problems can really show us things that we need to see. This woman needed to know that that's not the way to deal with the stress in your life. That's not what you need to help you relax. And and if you think it is, you're, you're going to end up hurting yourself and damaging your life. So, you know, when we think of it this way, then problems can really help us to appreciate the blessings. You know, we, we can we can um, appreciate, which again, you know, Thanksgiving's all about being thankful for the blessings. You know, when you focus on your problems, you attract, it's law of attraction, you attract more problems. But when you're grateful for the blessings in your life, your life gets better. When you can be grateful for the problems, even the problems, because the problems are working something out positive in your life, then you can end up uh, having the blessings and, and appreciating the blessings in your life. All right, what's another way that problems work in our lives? Uh, problems can correct you. So here's a hard one. It's a tough one. It's what you might call unfortunate but true. Some lessons we only learn through pain and suffering that come with having problems. It's true. We experience this pain and suffering and it it has a way of getting our attention. It has a way of correcting us. When we experience loss, it helps to uh, helps us to appreciate the health that we have when we lose our health, the people that, that we have in our lives when we lose them, the opportunities that we have in our lives when we, we lose those opportunities. So the, there's just such value that comes in our lives through problems. There, there are times when losing something Losing someone helps us to learn the value, the value of it. We take it for granted. It's one of the great, you know, it's one of the great temptations that we fall into. We can take people for granted. We can take our blessings for granted. We can take our job for granted. We can take so many things for granted. And then when all of a sudden problem comes and that changes, it causes us to realize, wow, look what I had. Look what I had. And I've lost it. I've lost it. It's gone now. And it didn't need to be gone. So it's really, really important. And, and, and it has great value to be able to see problems from that perspective. God makes us wiser and stronger when we can learn from our problems, the correction, the God's way of correcting us. His, his correction is of great value. It absolutely positively is. It, you know, you may not, you may go, yeah, I don't, I don't really see it right now. Uh, well, 
I know when you're in it, but I'm telling you that God can use problems to correct you. And you may be in that right now and it's painful and you don't like it. It's hard. But I can tell you this, self-pity is not the answer. Self-pity is one luxury you cannot afford, no one can afford. So don't give in to the self-pity, poor, poor, pitiful me, all the bad stuff happens to me, all the bad, bad stuff happens to everybody. I talked about this several episodes ago, some great leaders that I've gone through things. And I mean, you just go right down the list and just, you know, it's just reading about Celine Dion and what's going on with her health. And, you you know, you think about Steve Jobs and what a genius person he was. And he dies far, far too young of a brutal, brutal disease. And I know it because my mother had a pancreatic cancer. It's horrible, terrible, awful disease. So, You're not the only one. And when you go through these problems, you have to be able to say, "Okay, I'm going to learn from this and I'm going to I'm going to see, you know, the value of what I have by virtue of what I've lost and allow those problems to to work that that positive, helpful correction in your life. Or how about one more? Four ways, right? Problems. This is exciting. Can direct you. Yes. They absolutely positively can end up directing you. Problems can redirect you to a new path that you might not have seen or even thought of taking. Problems can motivate us to finally change direction when other experiences or methods have failed to get us to do that. When we can't find an answer, a problem can show us what we couldn't see without the problem and give us the kind of direction that we need in our lives. It's really, it's, it's an amazing, again, paradigm shift. Like problems can motivate. Yeah, they can motivate you to grow and change. And point you in a new direction. And that is enormously valuable. They can cause us to truly really end up knowing ourselves better. And to, to, to go in the direction of what is best for our life. What is God's best plan for our life. I love this phrase. We move in time. God operates in, in eternity. We move in time, God operates in eternity. In other words, God's got that big, as I said earlier, macro view and perspective that we do not have. We can't see the forest for the trees. We only see the trees. We move in time. God operates in eternity. It's just different. It's totally different. So God can use problems to direct us. I shared this story in in last week's episode But I just want to elaborate on it a a little more about the famous, iconic shot of Carlton Fisk. And I went back this week and I watched it on YouTube where he's waving his arms to the left, to the left to keep the ball from going foul. It hit the foul pole, by the way. In other words, that's his... That's as uh, far as you can go without being a foul ball. But if it hits the foul pole, it's not foul, it's fair. 
It's funny, you know, sports, if you touch the line in football, you're out, not in. Weird, right? But in baseball, you hit the foul pole, it's fair, not foul. It hit the foul pole, it stayed fair. 12th inning, game six. There are people who think it's the greatest baseball game of all time. 1975, long time ago. World Series, Red Sox and the Reds. And the Red Sox won the game and sent it into a seventh game, which unfortunately they lost. And at that point, the curse of the Bambino continued, went on again in the 80s with the Mets. And then finally, in the new century, the Red Sox broke it. And amazingly, now in the 21st century, over the last 20 plus years, the Red Sox have won four world championships, along with the five that they won years, years, years before in the earlier part of the 20th century. You might pick up that I'm a Red Sox fan and all this. So the point is, is that the guys in that scoreboard and the rat is circling around him, the cameraman, and the cameraman is so focused on the rat and he just completely keeps, doesn't follow the ball, keeps it on Fisk and turns out to be this iconic shot. You know, sometimes the rats in our life can motivate us in a new direction. Something to think about, something to ponder and consider. Look, I understand no sane person raises their hands and says, oh, I want problems, problems, please. I get that. I, I, I know that it's wise to try and avoid problems wherever you can. You know, you don't look for the problem. You try to avoid them. But sometimes, sometimes God uses the problems for our best. It's for, it's for our best. It works out best for us that God can use problems to direct us, to protect us, uh, to correct us, to inspect us. And when you think of it that way, then you can see that there's a reason to be thankful even for the problems. And I hope this gives you a new perspective on problems. And I hope that you have a very happy Thanksgiving. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.